Middle School. Helping your rising fifth grader make the adjustment is the topic for this edition of the Inside Scoop. Hello and welcome to the Inside Scoop. I'm David Owen. As a parent of seven kids, I've had my share of changing school levels, but here to give us the perspective from the actual hallways and classrooms of a middle school is the principal of Smith Middle School, Chris Salter. Chris, welcome to the podcast. Good morning, David. Thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm actually uh, from Northern Virginia, grew up there um, outside of D.C., um, migrated down south to uh, the University of Tennessee, got my bachelor's and master's there and kept on uh, migrating southward and came down to Cobb County 25 years ago and been with Cobb the last 25 years, all in middle school, was a teacher all, and administrator and principal. All in middle school. All in middle school. Love it. Okay. Some, some people would accuse you of having a, a, an issue <laughs> for, for staying with middle school. Why, why would you stay with middle schoolers for 25 and that's all you've done right that's all i've done why would you stay with middle schoolers um, i just see love to see the growth um for those students coming from fifth grade um you know trying to uh find their way in the world um and three years later seeing uh the maturity um and just becoming an individual um, and sending them off to high school so uh, the, the gratification of just seeing the, the kids grow, is, is that the gist of it? Yeah, the growth in the students, um, really seeing them mature and grow into individuals and start to kind of see their way in the world. So what are, what are some of the biggest differences that you've seen or, or that you see between uh, the fifth grader and the, the uh, sixth grader, or actually, the, I guess, the older grades once they get in there? Um, you know, I always joke that, uh, you know, sixth grade is fifth grade plus. Um, and those kids, uh, they come, they want some more independence. Um, and they're going from being a big fish in a small pond to, you know, big old uh, middle school. Um, but just wanting that independence, um, being a part uh, of something. Um, we offer lots of clubs and activities at Smith and Middle School outside the academic area to really nurture that middle school experience and figure out, you know, what are some, what interests that they have. That gives them the opportunity to, uh, to move beyond the, the academic uh, arena and just interact in a more relaxed way. Is yeah, and that- really, um, try to uh, nurture the whole child. Because all, not always just about academics, it's about, again, you know, uh, finding out what your interests are, um, socialization in middle school, learning mm-hmm. how to be, you know, make friends and be a good friend and be a part of something bigger than just yourself. If whether you're on the chess team and junior beta club, on our soccer club and our drama performances. Uh-huh. So it's a great opportunity for kids to really nurture their, their interest and find out what they like. How long have you been at Smith? This is my seventh year as the principal at Smith Middle School, but I was also a teacher at Smith uh, oh. um, for four years back in the early 2000s. Are you able to address the, the, the unique aspects of Smith uh, as compared to maybe a typical middle school? Um, I think so. We have a very diverse community, and I think we uh, try to do a lot of things to reach out to our community in a variety of different ways um, to meet their needs, um, but also be responsive uh, culturally, um, mm-hmm. do uh, have lots of events um, that, uh, you know, reach out to their heritage, their background. Uh-huh. Um, um, so the 
diversity of Smitha is actually, I would guess, uh, all the more encouraging to the kids about discovering who they are and, and thinking through, you know, kind of uh, who am I and where have I come from and, and uh, what are my values in life and so forth? Yeah, and making sure that um, our teachers are making uh, learning not only um, engaging and enjoyable, but relevant um, to the students' world and the world around them. With all of the turmoil in a middle schooler's mind, and, and frankly, physical body <laughs> at that age, it's got to be a real challenge for teachers and, and your staff to kind of work through that with the kids. Is, is that something that, that y'all have to actively uh, work through, or, or does it just happen? Well, you know, true middle schoolers, they understand the unique needs of the middle school learner. Uh -huh. um, it can be an awkward phase at time, yeah. um, but you know, we are always continuing to do ongoing training. We have great support from the district. Um, we have a great counseling staff um, that does you know, a lot of unique things to um, help kids um, discover who they are, but also um, deal with, again, I mentioned you know, becoming a good friend, dealing with peer conflict, um, how to, if you're struggling, how to advocate for yourself as a student. Uh -huh. What are avenues um, that you can reach out to your teacher and get extra help? Um, how can you find support among your peers? So middle school teachers have a unique skill set to um, deal with all types of students. I was going to say, it seems to me that uh, your, your teaching, has, uh, teaching staff has to be well equipped for beyond the academic they almost have to be like maybe 10 to 20% counselor, right? And helping students work through some of these challenges. They're also taking on more responsibility at, at sixth grade, right? Yeah, certainly. Um, you know, we want to make sure that school is a safe place um, physically and emotionally. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, part of that is making sure as teachers, you have great relationships with your students and getting to know those students. Um, you know, keeping your kind of ears to the ground, you know, being, uh, you know, a, a good observer, know what's going on. Uh -huh. in, in elementary school, a lot of times the kids are helped along by their teachers. You know, uh, Timmy, you didn't turn in your classwork and so forth. They have to take on personal responsibility for their academic side. Can you speak to any of that and how maybe parents could help their child uh, in fifth grade? prepare to be sixth graders. Yeah, it's definitely a difference coming from fifth grade to sixth grade, you know, depending on the elementary you came, you know, came from, these sixth graders are coming to a world where they possibly were in one class the whole day and you're going to a, a sixth grade now where you're moving between five to six to maybe even seven classes a day. So there's a lot to keep up with. Yeah. Um, with the advent of CTLS parent and parent view in the district, that's all a very helpful tool. Um, but fifth grade parents, um, letting their, starting to let their kids be accountable for their work. You know, um, you know, it's great to be supportive um, and make sure you're aware of what they're supposed to be doing. But, you know, they know assignments, um, mm -hmm. due dates, let them make sure they're turning it in and make maybe have it be a teachable moment that if they don't turn something in on time, that's maybe where you step in. You talk about um, being pro proactive, um, you know, spending time uh, looking at your calendar when things are due, making sure that you're not um, procrastinating. Mm -hmm. um, 
but just really as a parent, um, you know, being supportive um, and making sure you're checking in with your kids. And I'm a big proponent of that uh, daily with uh, our middle school uh, families, to always talking to them, check in with your kids. I say, you know, don't ask them how their day was because the middle school is gonna be like, no, it was fine. Right. You know, don't ask them what they did today because they're gonna say nothing. You know, I always tell my parents, ask your child, and I learned this from a mentor of mine a long time ago, ask your child, what did they learn today? Because yeah. it forces them to talk about something they actually did at school. Um, and that's, that's not just for the parents' edification or, or being aware of what's going on. That's actually to help reinforce what they learned, right, by recalling that knowledge? Yeah, it can be. Um, it's, it, you know, recalling that, getting them to think about their thinking and, you know, what they're learning. Um, but also, um, I think it's a great, um, just, and that takes just a minute or two to check in with your child each day, okay. ask them what, they're, what they learned at school today. Um, it lets them know um, that you, you're interested, that you're caring, you're supportive. Yeah. Also, you know, if you're a parent and you're networked in and you're getting, you know, CTLS parent post and from teachers, which is pretty much the norm in middle school now to let them know in advance, uh, parents that is, uh, and families, um, what assignments are coming up. Uh -huh. You know, if you remember those kinds of things and you ask your child about that on a Tuesday, you knew they had a test, hey, had that Tesco day, that lets them yeah. know that you're aware of what's going on and you're keeping up with things. And usually I've found kids um, are a lot more um, responsible then because they know that as a, as a family member, adult family member, you're checking in, so uh -huh. they need to stay on top of things. <laughs> they need to be, be ready to give report uh, to the, exactly. the parent. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things that, that you mentioned in there was um, you know, getting the assignments and, and uh, being aware and responsible for the due dates, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, these kids, okay, I'm, I'm going into old man mode here. These kids got it easy today in the sense that CTLS really makes a lot of that possible just right there on the app, right? Yeah. Um, you know, they, we, we send out a parent newsletter each week that has the, um, that information on there. Um, kids have their student view account, which partners with the parent view account. Yeah. Um, you know, that's an easier thing. There are, there are a lot of things that are, I think, uh, more difficult for students today. Um, but that's definitely something that it helps students with organization, um, with uh, the CTLS teach and the whole CTLS um, wheel of resources that we have. Uh -huh. um, you know, it, it really is to the student's advantage. They don't have to, you know, write out stuff in planners anymore. There's a lot of things there for them to keep up with. And it's a process because, you know, you have young fifth graders that are, some of them are 11 years old when they're starting sixth grade. So to expect them to keep up with everything just like that yeah. from a May to an August is a little bit, un, a little bit unrealistic. Yeah. Um, so it's a process, you know, our sixth graders, you know, we, we um, support them in some different ways that we support our eighth graders. So, you know, whereas eighth grade, you're expecting them almost to be high school junior and ready to go. Yeah. You know, those sixth graders, you've got to remind them some more. You've got to give them some little supports because we want to, them to be successful. We want them to set them up for success and have the supports and then slowly start to take those things away as they mature from sixth to eighth grade and start to be a little bit more independent. Yeah, and, and I love the way you put uh, slowly start to take things away instead of piling on new stuff. 
um, they have been shored up. It's like a construction project, if you will. Uh, you're you're removing a wall, and uh, you know you, you don't just whack the wall out. You support things so you, your whole house doesn't come down, right? Yeah, exactly. And we have a lot of processes and procedures at Smith as well as I know all the middle schools in the district where, you know, if kids need academic assistance, there are a lot of different avenues to go to. Go to. If they need um, some, you know, counseling um, assistance for a variety of things. Uh-huh. Um, if there are um, operational aspects that they need to check in with the front office. Um, the eighth graders start, they, they know at the end, if I have this issue, these are the things that I need to do or places I need to go. And we teach them that starting in sixth grade. And as a sixth grader, you might have to remind the students and kind of mm. nudge them in that direction. Our hope is that by the time we get to eighth grade, that they're mature, um, at least to the point where they know what their options are when it's an academic issue, um, when it's a social issue, when it's a you know a, an operational issue, and they on their own are self advocates and they use those avenues to you know find resolution to their issue. Yeah, so just kind of owning their own uh, career, if you will, mm-hmm. in school, right? So you've also uh, touched on parental involvement uh, in a substantial way, and um, we know that. Parents are influential in the, the success of their students. The involvement of a, a parent can be anything from just a good attitude about school to um, walking them through the steps of a, a difficult situation, right? What advice would you give a parent who is just very nervous, uh, very concerned that their child may not at this point be ready for sixth grade? Um, just first off, um, you know, at, at Smith, and I know, again, all the middle schools in Cobb, and we, we're open door, you know, come talk with us. Um, there have been plenty of parents um, the summer before sixth grade that I've talked to, sat down, just had a conversation in my office, uh-huh. um, or just maybe an email or a phone call, or when they're at our rising sixth grade orientation, just maybe want to um, come talk to me after, you know, the program about some of their concerns. So first, just come talk. You know, we're, we're here to partner with you, to walk with you in that journey from, you know, sixth grade to the end of eighth grade. So talk with us. Um, most times your nervousness comes from chatter you hear uh. out in the community from things that you see in in movies. <laughs> um, I joke with sixth graders all the time. I'm like, you know, some folks come in and they think that, uh, you know, they watch too much Nickelodeon or Disney Channel and they see kids getting pushed into lockers or getting picked up and <laughs> put in trash cans. That doesn't happen. Right. That's not how middle school is. You know, our kids come together and by and large, um, treat each other with respect. Um, integrity, um, they're, they're helpful, they're very kind to each other. And I do find that most times, it's not the sixth graders that are scared and concerned about coming to middle school, it's the parents that are concerned. Oh. <laughs> you know, yeah. because by the, by, I always tell parents that, you know, by the second week of sixth grade, you know, kids are, you know, skipping through the halls like they've been here all the time. They're very, kids today are very adaptable. Yeah, I very find. And they're very, 
um, they're very enthusiastic usually about coming to middle school because they, some of them have been at the same school for the last six years. So going to a new place is fun, yeah. you know? So parents, especially first time middle school parents, yeah. you know, talk with us, um, come to the different events that we have, you know, come to the rising sixth grade parent night that we have in the spring, come to a middle school's, um, you know, we call ours the Cardinal flyby before school starts to get the schedule, to talk with administration, meet teachers, see all the clubs and activities we have going on. We have booths all set up before school starts. Come to open house, come to conference week, be supportive, uh -huh. um, you know, and just walk with us. Um, and if you have concerns, reach out. Yeah, and, and the more they know about how the school operates mm -hmm. and what resources are available, uh, clubs, et cetera, the more they can help their child, right? Exactly. You know, inform yourself. I mean, that's a good practice in any walk of life. So inform sure. yourself about what's going on. You know, use our website as a resource. Um, talk to your child. Contact teachers if you have a concern. Talk with us. Um, you volunteer at the school. Um, but, you know, we're, we're very open and we want to make parents feel comfortable because usually a, a comfortable parent's going to be a comfortable child. What behaviors in parents have you seen that are detrimental to their child's experience in middle school? Not being supportive of the school, not first um, seeking to understand. Mm -hmm. um, we all uh, love dearly our children and want to think that everything that they say is exactly how things happen. And mm -hmm. sometimes um, students hear and see things <laughs> differently than it was actually said or what happened. Yeah. Um, whether that comes from how a test was given out or how um, student was allowed to do maybe a retake to improve their grade or study guide all the way to, you know, something that happened in the hallway. Um, so call with an open mind and let's, you know, see what happened, investigate a little bit first, um, you know, before, you know, you're maybe coming up to the school um, making accusations that are unfounded. Or, or are based on a, a child's assessment. A child's of the recollection yeah. of, of what happened. Because like I said, you, you know, you know, students often, like I say, you, 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 that you say something to them, what you said and what they heard are two yep. totally different things. And that's even, that's happened plenty of times with my own kids. And I think my kids are the best, <laughs> the same but here. they've gotten things messed up before. Yeah, some kids are better at listening and, and storing that. Uh, information than others, and that, that's an interesting thing. And for you guys to be able to cope with um, all that you do and get these kids through successfully, so that is incredible to a lot of us on the outside. Yeah, teachers have a hard, you know, hard job these days. Um, and teachers are good people, and yeah. you know, they they want the best for your child. No one's purposely not calling on your child in class. You know, no one's, you know, they're there to support your child. And usually when your child's telling you about something that happened at school that maybe is negative, uh -huh. most times I found almost 99.9% .9 of the time, there is a good reason behind what that situation entailed. There, so there's more to the rest of the story. There's usually so more, as, as the, um, folks say, there's always more to the story. Is there anything else that you wanted to, to add in here? Some uh, resources for parents? So you've already given plenty, but... Uh... Resources, you know, again, the, the district does a great job of communication um, with families, I believe, um, and all, you know, the, the, all the middle schools. I mean, w 
you know, we're working hard to make sure it's an enjoyable experience, it's a well-rounded experience. But I, you know, I would ask, you know, family members to reach out to their school or start to investigate all the different resources they have, things that they have in place um, to uh, not only help them in the transition, mm-hmm. you know, like a parent night, uh, you know, open house, all of those things. Um, but, you know, check their website out, um, the different avenues that they can look into to ease in the transition. Like I said, most times it's not the child that is, is, is concerned, it's the parent. <laughs> it's the nervousness of, of yes. the parent who is new to having a, a middle schooler, perhaps. Especially, yeah, especially uh, freshman middle school parents. <laughs> Okay. Do you call them freshmen? I guess no. yeah. N- newbies, 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 six, newbies, sixth grade parents, new, new middle schoolers. But okay. it's going to be all right. Our kids, like I said, they have a great experience. Lots of things for them. We have a great um, academic program um, that meets the needs of all our students, and that's what we're trying to do: is meet them where they're at and support them, and uh, you know, get them ready to be lifelong learners and go into high school and be as successful as they possibly can be. All right. Well, super. Chris, thank you so much for coming in and, and sharing what you've experienced through, what did you say, 25 years? 25 20, years, yep. An incredible amount of time with middle schoolers. I'm glad we called on you because that's thank a you. lot of history to, it's <laughs> been a to be able to call on. <laughs> okay, so uh, parents, make sure you, you take advantage of, of the resources that Chris uh, enumerated. And if you know of another parent, I'm sure you do, maybe uh, the parents of a friend of your child's who are going, they've got a child going up to, to middle school, let them know about this podcast. They might appreciate being able to hear firsthand from the gentleman who's been there day in and day out with a whole bunch of different middle schoolers, uh, how things go and how to make them go more smoothly for their child. So thank you for listening to this edition of the Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.